Oh, sure, sure, sure. You just have, you just have more, like... Yeah, there's more going on. Green. More, more green, whatever yeah. color it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Alright. Uh, you're listening to Soft Focus. Today, we're gonna talk about... Not a movie. <laughs> not any particular book, but just books generally. What books we like, what books we don't like. Yeah, you guys are in for a treat. The very nature of books themselves. <laughs> Who's you um, guys? <laughs> but first, it's like five people. Like, you guy is in for a treat. You guys, hey guy. That's my dad. My dad is the guy. Hey, Kel's hey, dad. Hey, Theodore's dad. You're in Mr. for a Schaefer. treat with this one, I'll tell you what. Um, speaking of Theodore's dad, hey, Sam, how are your parents' parents? <laughs> <laughs> They're going well. You know, I haven't really talked to them that much as wow. of late. Because they've been coming back to Michigan. Oh, okay. And getting ready for that. I haven't really talked. I swear I've communicated with them maybe three times oh, since the last... I know! It's actually horrible. Normally, I try to call my one set of grandparents once a week. And then try to email the other um, set of grandparents twice a week. I haven't done that at all recently, and uh, now that you mention it, it kind of makes me feel bad. Wow. Um, but they're both—they're great. They're doing great. It was my grandfather's birthday. He's 82. Whoa. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's great. He's going—he's going. And um, yeah, that's about that. I don't know. I don't have anything to say. They no, haven't seen—they haven't, haven't seen movies. No, they haven't seen any movies recently because there hasn't been anything good out. Really. Wait, what's your grandpa's favorite book? What's my grandfather's favorite book? If you don't know, just make something. You know, they have, they were like a part of that, um, what is it even called? When it was like a subscription service, like National Digest, Reader's Digest. Oh. They were part of the Reader's Digest, so they have like, like a hundred, two hundred like books, all of the yeah. same like hardcover variety. Cool. I don't know if they ever read, I think they really like um, that Truman Capote um, in Cold Capote. Blood. Truman Capote <laughs> in Cold Blood, they like that a lot, I think. I think they like Tennessee Williams, that kind of stuff. Alright. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But I hope they're doing well. Right now, at this very moment. <laughs> I'm sure they are. Um, hey, Maddie. What's the skinny on Emily Dickinson? Oh my god, we gotta get another question for me, cause... Okay, I need a new one too, so... Uh, why, is basketball over? My fantasy team is. Oh, we can okay. ask about the playoffs. Yeah. Um, let's see. Emily Dickinson, Emily Dickinson. Yeah, I haven't read anything. I haven't, I haven't, uh talked to her with my Ouija board any recently, so, but she is still dead, as we discussed last time. Do you have a fun fact about her? Like, what's a fact that I wouldn't know about her? If somebody's, like, really into Emily Dickinson, and I don't know anything about her, and I could just say this, and it would convey that I know quite a bit, even though I don't. Um, well, her publication history is interesting, but I can do the quick version of that. Maybe I've already told you this. No, though. go ahead. So, she wrote, like, 1,800 poems and about a thousand letters, mm -hmm. and she got like maybe three poems published ever in her lifetime in a newspaper. And they edited it heavily and they gave, she didn't title her poems, and they like titled them and they edited them because the rhyme that. schemes were like weird and yeah. different. Mm -hmm. And then she locked everything in a chest, and then after she died, her sister found all the poems bound into little fascicles, mm -hmm. and then they got published, but they weren't really published in their full and original form until like the 1950s. When did she pass away? Like 1890 or oh so. Oh my god, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Did she like break into the chest? Yeah, they just like cracked it open. They were like, I wonder what's in here. What and it was just like 1800 poems. <laughs> Why? I mean, what? I'd rather read them than not. Yeah, I feel like it's, like Kafka wanted everything he wrote destroyed, but 
That's cool. It's good that they didn't. I think, she, I think she wanted it to be fun. I think she okay. knew she was a genius. Okay. And no one was recognizing her during her time. So she was like, I'm just going to put this away. Someone eventually will find it and realize how great I was. Yeah. Do you, before I die, that's I'll, what delete. This podcast is. Yeah. <laughs> I'll delete my Instagram account before I die. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. No one can look at it. Do you know, can I just say one thing about no. uh, finding a chest full of stuff? You, have you ever seen Paris is Burning, the movie about the, yeah. uh, the, the older, kind of whiter looking lady, the old woman who like is kind of lording over everybody I else in that movie? When she that. died, they searched her apartment oh, yeah, and they found a, like a case and they cracked it open and it was like the liquefied corpse of like <gasps> one of her lovers. <gasps> Like, she what? killed him, didn't know how to dispose of her body, or his body, and just stuffed it in a chest and forgot about it for, like, 45 years. And then when she passed on, they found it. And it was, like, this mummified, liquefied goo corpse. Yeah. It's fascinating. Paris yeah. and Burning, everyone in that's so wonderful. That sounds cool. But they all had horrible, tragic ends. It's very depressing. But anyway. You mean the actors in the movie? It's not, a, they're not, a, it's a documentary. Oh, okay. It's really yeah. great. You should watch it. It's on okay. Netflix. Um, hey, Netflix? yeah, it is. It's wonderful. How's your uh, uh, playoffs of how's your basketball? How's your playoffs? How's <laughs> your playoffs for basketball uh, that you're in? Normally I talk about my fantasy team, but I, it's over. It's done. I didn't win. <laughs> How? What Sorry. place did you come in, can I ask? Uh, so I didn't even make it to the finals, so there's not really like a place. Ooh. Derek's just a loser. That's <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> you lost it. So, yeah. Oh, well, how about the playoffs? <laughs> yeah, what about the playoffs? You want to talk about that? NBA playoffs, every year, you know, uh, other people who I know who like basketball are like, oh, the first round of the playoffs isn't any good this year. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, what about this series? And I'm like, oh, I haven't watched it. Mm -hmm. And it's just because, like, one team is blowing another team out in, like, one series. And people overreact. Everyone just wants to watch the NCAA. They just want to see a series of coin flips that determine the outcome of just total random. Yeah. No, the playoffs are good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Theodore, have you watched any good YouTubes lately? Yeah. <laughs> um, I recently found this guy who talks about art, and I feel a little bit of like a conundrum with him because... He definitely falls into like the category of YouTube people who, uh, like, their editing is really like, oh, this guy's like trying to be a famous YouTube person, and he's like a little bit like quirky. And at the end of his videos, he always has these like thought-provoking lines or whatever. Nice. Like he like pauses and say them, but like Ooh. The, the actual content of the videos, I think, is like I think he goes really in depth. Like he analyzes just like certain aspects of movies and explains like why it's interesting he has like a series just called a series just called understanding art and he'll like talk about movies oh sure i saw one of those yeah, yeah it's yeah, yeah, the yeah. nerd writer guy yeah 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 his his channel is really good if you can get past like the youtube starness of it okay. it's definitely cool. worth watching yeah understanding art yeah yeah it's good i felt like i needed to watch all of it at once but i couldn't so how, how many have you watched Almost all of them. Okay, good. <laughs> it, just, it took me more than one sitting. So. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, speaking of sitting, something you do when you're sitting. <laughs> what do you do when you sit? Is read a book. Oh my god. Uh, 
So let's all talk about what books we're reading right now. Do you have these like segues planned ahead of time? Because yeah, they're always like they're so like dynamite. <laughs> yeah, how could anyone? Yeah. Do you have a little like book of all the segues that are possible? <laughs> I have everything I'm gonna say for the rest of my life planned out. Oh, Derek, it's Derek has a book just called 101 Segways to You. <laughs> <laughs> segways for idiots. Segways for dummies. Segways for dummies. But you got you you're. You were so silly. You got uh, the segue, like the machine that you write on. Uh, you got a segue for comments. Anyway, anyway, so books. How about, Derek, how about, how about books? You start? What are you reading right now? Uh, right now, I'm reading a book called Private <laughs> Citizens by Tony Tulatamudi, I think is how you say it. Um, and this is a book that came out quite recently. I think uh, definitely 2016. I don't know exactly what month, but I just read like a cool article on the Believer's blog mm. about like if machines end up writing books because um, machines are getting really smart um, and it was, it was fascinating it's really well written so I was like man I gotta see if this dude like has written other things on the internet so I can read them looked him up on Twitter and it, all his stuff was like oh I just had this book come out and so I went and now I'm reading it and it's good um, it's like kind of uneven so it, there's like four main characters and the point of view kind of switches between them and I like some of their, the, like, he's a really smart writer. Uh, I like a lot, a lot of books that um, really engage with language and have language as sort of like the entry point for the reader um, or like the main thing that you focus on. And like some of these characters, I think, allow him to do that better than others. Um, so yeah, but overall, I would say it's quite good. I would definitely recommend it. Um, maybe we'll talk a little bit more about it. Um, the cover of the book looks like in Rainbows by Radiohead. It kind of does. It has like that paint. Oh, what's yeah. the what's the title of the book again? Private Citizen. And it has four, like, narrators in it. Is that what you said? Yeah, I mean they're not narrators most of the time. They're it's not in first person, but um, you know the 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 point of view is usually like limited third person. Okay. So it's. Like over one person's shoulder at a time, if you think of it. Like yeah, 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 sure, sure. Uh, and it's like, it's they're all millennials. I mean, it takes place basically in present day. Mm -hmm. um, it's Taipei, too. It is It is kind of interesting. Like, I, I kind of want to resist comparing him to Tao Lin just because I feel bad because it's like they're two Asian writers. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I think he is engaged with, like, some of the same, like, maybe ethical questions or just like what is it what does it mean to be like a young person who's just like on the internet a lot or something yeah um but i think he's doing it a lot in a way more interesting way than Tyler. cool yeah but enough enough about that for now uh what are you reading may um i'm reading the first novel in the neapolitan series by elena ferrante it's called my brilliant friend i'm about done with it um it was recommended to me by several people, several of my like female friends, best female friends. Um, it's kind of the story of two women growing up in Italy, and I think it starts in like the 1960s when they're young. Um, but I know it's gonna come to the present because it starts with like a flashback from the present. Um, it's really good. I'm like really into just like novels that I can like completely get absorbed in right now like I think once school ended I was just like 
I can't do any more like analytical or like I, I just have to have books that I can relax with and this is kind of like a good in between it's yeah. um it's like it's fun to read but it's also like makes me think about stuff in <laughs> life Whoa. when um, is it when yeah. is it from when was it published i think that the first one is like 2010 so okay. the most recent one came out like recently ish but for some reason like people right now are like really into them yeah people they're pretty um, hot. hot yeah they're hot they're hot hot hot, hot, hot. oh my god so that, like that the cure song yeah that um, publishing company that published a book about like, what do you think about the hedgehog or whatever? Okay. That's the same. It's the same publishing company. Oh, what's Europa the name? Of it? Oh, sure. Yeah. Because I saw it and I was like, well, the covers are very similar. Yeah. <laughs> I think they just had like the same artist do the covers. But. Sure. The covers. I don't really. I, I actually hate the art on the cover of like. It's all really of weird. It's yeah. really weird. It's like, well, whatever. But um. Yeah, I, I definitely recommend it. Like, I'm, I'm going to read the last three when I can, but they're all checked out from the library. There's, like, a really long waiting list, yeah, and I yeah. don't really want to buy them, yeah. but maybe I will. They're the new Twilight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is crazy, because I don't... I feel like I don't usually read books that are, like, that people are really into right now. I'm kind of always, like, three years late. Yeah, Which I guess I late. am kind yeah. of with this, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. But it's pretty great, and I'm excited about it. Oh. So... I've never I, taken on a series... Either. Yeah, you know, I I don't usually either. I yeah. feel like I'm I'm kind of like opposed to them some like some, but I don't know why. But like Twilight and Harry, like I didn't even read Harry Potter. I'm just oh like, really? Yeah. I think that's what I was thinking was that this is probably the only series I've read of books. Really? I, I didn't read those. Huh? Like what's a what's a series of books that anyone likes? Narnia, Lord of the Rings. Okay, <laughs> what is a series of books that you people like? I, I Can you I think, I think, think of any? any. I read Lord of the Rings when I was in. Middle school. Ooh, Flowers in the Attic. There's a, that's a series? Yeah. I thought it was just the one. No, there's like three or four of them. Do they still stay in the attic? No, they get they out. They get out? Okay. <laughs> okay. I was like, that would be boring. They're not all them. called Flowers in the Attic. They have different names. Okay, maybe that's that why I don't just know. just like uh, weeds on the first floor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then finally we're outside is yeah. the last one. Well, actually, I did read the script to The Avengers and then The Avengers 2. Okay. Because <laughs> you like Joss... Yeah, I just love that writing. It's so clever. Yeah, they have some clever bits in it. There's some pretty good quips in there. <laughs> I, yeah, I seriously can't think of a series that I like. It's strange. Yeah, it's this weird. Because it makes sense. I mean, it's the format isn't something that I'm like opposed to. But it, it just seems like all series that have come out recently are like... It seems like something that writers just, would want to do. Like, yeah. re rekindle old characters, come well, back to things. What Actually, Nerdwriter, oh, our YouTube guy, yeah. has a video about serials, which is basically what yeah. we're talking yeah. about. He talks about how it really worked out for, like, Charles Dickens. You right, know, sure. Day. He was, yeah. like, one of the guys who, like, started it. Yeah. And, yeah, he talked about why Harry Potter got so famous, because, like, he just established these characters. And, like, once the kids who were young, when they read, like, the first two, which were kind of childish, I guess, yeah. like... They developed they, along they, with the people. Once they became older, like the books got darker, like yeah. with the kids. Yeah. Talked about like why it worked out so well. Yeah. And like how it worked out with Twilight and stuff too, because like the fan base for that was like a certain age, and yeah. then they slowly got older with the books, and like hmm. yeah. yeah, it was really interesting. So hmm. yeah. I guess that's true about serials. Like the Paris Review sometimes does that, where it's like here's the first twenty pages, read the next twenty pages, and the, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that kind of I kind of yeah. like that. Well, yeah. I mean, there's. I feel like there's kind of two different kinds of 
uh, book series. Like sometimes just like, oh, this is this would be like too long to be one book. Yeah. So we're just gonna like break it up. Yeah. I can't think of a good example of that right now. I guess like William T. Bullman has this series that I can't even think of the name of. Mm -hmm. But it's just like about different Native American tribes, I think. Okay. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Isn't it really obscenely long? Yeah, I mean, he just writes really long books. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a fascinating guy. Game of um, Thrones. Oh yeah, people like Game of Thrones. Yeah. You guys love Game of Thrones. I like the I TV love the show, show. yeah. Okay. But like, I don't love like, I wouldn't say like we need to put Game of Thrones like on the spaceship we send out to like preserve human yeah. culture. Yeah. Um, it's, like, it's like fun. It's, it's a so fun, fun show yeah. For um, watch. When Emily and I were in New Mexico, apparently the writer George, George R. 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 Martin lives in New Jinx. Mexico, and he like started a uh, art space. And they had, I saw like billboards for it and stuff. That's cool. And it was called something really weird, and the billboard just had the name of the. It was that's, like. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, well, that's kind of Maybe cool. I haven't yeah. given that guy's, credit. That guy seems legitimately weird. He oh, seems yeah, like a fun fella. Like, yeah, I'd like yeah. to hang out with him a little he bit. He seems like he only experiences like good emotion, like feelings. Yeah. So, okay, this is actually interesting. <laughs> that's a nice was, way to put it. I was a little bit opposed to the idea um, of like talking about. Um, adaptations like movie yeah. to or book to movie um, but I'm just now I'm thinking of Game of Thrones and I think that story like works really well as a TV show and so after I've seen the TV show I'm like there's I would never want to read the books and I'm glad that I didn't in the first place because it's it seems like purely like about the plot like it's very plot driven yeah so I think I just like never really read books that are like the main thing is just like finding out what happens and that's almost kind of what Harry Potter is like although I know that people really like the actual writing of the yeah. books too but so maybe that's like the thing for me is like if a series of books seems to have something beyond just like oh you're just learning you know like this is just about yeah, like, what happens like, there's like goals yeah exactly like which is why I like the Elena Ferrante book because there's there's other things going on okay, and yeah. it doesn't seem like it would work very well as a movie or a tv show mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah, I mean, that's an interesting question, too. I mean, a lot of people have talked about, like, whether, um, like, visual media, like, movies or TV shows are basically, like, making the novel obsolete. And yeah. I think it's, like, pretty clear to me that there are some novels that are, some, like, a certain kind of novel that is sort of obsolete, because it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, if the only thing that this is supposed to do is, like, titillate you or, like, get you on the edge of your seat, like, a movie or a TV show is going to be better than that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, um, but I think that that's kind of like opens up space for a different kind of book, for sure. um, where like the language is really at the forefront, or it's just doing you know it it opens up space sort of like when uh, the camera was invented and it's like well portraits like painting portraits is kind of done yeah yeah and then it's like oh painting can get cool now like that's mm -hmm. a good point I feel like that's something that I want to see happen to books like they just get crazy and like really language based um and they are i mean postmodernism is kind of no yeah i'm not saying that's not yeah, happening yeah, but, but they just have such a strange relationship because they've been around for so long yeah and, like they started out as this really lowbrow art form like reading novels was just meant like you were dumb or like you know not dumb but like a not serious person like serious people didn't read fiction mm -hmm. um but obviously now i think in our culture they hold a a lot more prestigious place like oh i, I read like mm. mm -hmm. yeah yeah um, <clears throat> people will true. be like really excited that you're even like holding a book yeah. oh people at the theater oh my gosh 
They're like, is that for school or just for fun? Yeah. <laughs> but it is true that I don't see many people reading around just like, ooh, this is, you know, an exciting it text. Is it's true, yeah. So I don't know, maybe there is something to be said for being, but, but it is kind of like, it's almost condescending I, I in a way. I feel offended every time someone says <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm it's like, you, you have very low expectations for me and you haven't even met me yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's for our generation, yeah. yeah. You're reading a book? Yeah. Uh, speaking of pretentious mouths, Sam, what are you reading? <laughs> um, oh my God. You know, not really much of anything. Put that in your book. He adjusts his glasses. Well, you know, <laughs> well, you know, this is kind of interesting that you'd say that actually. <laughs> no, I am not reading anything really of interest. Um, I mean, of like that I'm incredibly engaged in, necessarily speaking. I finished um, Jane, A Murder by Maggie Nelson, which I really liked a lot. And now I'm reading a couple of things, trying to figure out if I like, do you guys do that? Where like, you try out a couple of books at once and then just pick the one that's more interesting to you. Have no. you ever done that? That's smart, but I don't. I, I yeah. have that weird thing where it's like, no, I started this book, I have to do Okay, sure, same. sure. Um, although sometimes I'll go into a bookstore and just like flip through and like read a little bit and then try and base my purchase on... Yeah. Content. Well, I also feel like you, Sam, read a lot more shorter books. Like, you like... Little... I love short yeah, books. Yeah, whereas Derek and... Yeah, Derek, you definitely read long. I read. I, so it's like once you started. Yeah, exactly. Long ass books. Yeah. Anyway. No, I think it's probably. I don't know. Yeah, I like. I think I have a short attention span, and I'm. I, I don't know. I can't do long books. They freak me out. Like just the commitment of it makes me a little nervous, I suppose. But yeah, um, Jane Murder by Maggie Nelson's great. And I, um, she did Bluettes, is that Yeah, which I have written down. Should yeah, she's she's just a wonderful writer. She also did Art of Cruelty, which is really good, too. She's pretty young, right? Like, she's in her 30s, I think. Yeah, that's really young, too. I mean, I've never read anything she's written, but I've seen her name all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, she's big. That's being in your 30s and having that kind of uh, clout as a writer, especially a literary one, I think. You yeah, know? she's very um, literary to me, she's, anyway. She's doing it. She's really cool. Everyone should check her out. Other than that, I'm reading a bunch of comics, which I've never read before in my life. I was kind of snobby, I suppose, and thought they were tacky. And now I'm reading, I think, four different series Whoa. and really enjoying all of them. Miss um, Marvel is really interesting. And uh, Black Panther is written by, um, what's his name? Tanisha Coates? I don't know how to pronounce it. Tanisha Coates, I think is his name. Sounds right. Uh, he's great and he's writing Black Panther. There's only one out right now, but everyone should, I think that's great. Paper Girls is really great by Brian Vaughn. That's really good about like a group of uh, girls who deliver papers in the morning, they get caught up in this strange oh, happenings in like 1988. Um, I really enjoy that a lot. Yeah, and cool. I actually had to buy, two of them are out of print, three and four. Are, hey, that's kind of like serials too. Now that I think about it, mm -hmm. comics like yeah. they come in. I, oh, that's kind of fascinating. I should have brought that up so, earlier. You have to go to the place to buy the new one. Yeah, like you have to to know when it's coming out. Do, do they come out like monthly? Like how do I comics think they work? come out monthly um, on Tuesdays? Oh wow. Okay. So you have to like know which Tuesday to go and get your comics. It's very weird. That's I've only so done fun. it once, but it was like exciting to I go there the on the appeal. day. Yeah, it's very good. Um, it's enjoyable, thoroughly. But um, yeah, all those are good. Paper Girls, Miss Marvel, Black Panther. Um, Moon doesn't like There's them. a panther Aww. here, by the way. There's a panther here. Uh, Theodore, what? Yeah, that's all. That's all. Read all those things, I suppose. Because they're all <laughs> short. It would take you five seconds to read all those things, so you should do it. What, what about you, Theodore, or Kale? 
Sorry. I'm sorry, oh, Kale. Oh, Kale. Oh, he's behind the curtain. <laughs> oh my god. Now I know who I am. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I just finished. <laughs> Jesus's. Except with no second S. Jesus. It has an apostrophe. Yeah, Jesus' son by Dennis Johnson. Um, kind of a bunch of very American feeling dirty little bits about being a gross human in Colorado and stuff mm -hmm. there. Yeah, it was really good. It um, felt really like quickly paced and all the interactions with other people in the um, short stories felt really realistic. Yeah, I love the one where they're stealing like copper out of a house or whatever. Yeah, oh yeah. my god, that part's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. no, I, I, yeah, I, it was really good. It was a recommendation from Derek. Um, I think you recommended it to me too. I think, I I think we've all read that book. Have you read it too? Yeah, but I, I don't remember it. Have writing classes, so I feel like that gets that gets taught in like a lot of. It was for my my first English class that you had okay. the prerequisite. Yeah. So, but I don't remember. It's like three. Years yeah, ago. I I liked it a lot. Um, but right now I am not reading anything. I'm not very good at like mentally taking on a book and lately I've been doing it in a way that's like okay I just have to force myself to read these things mm -hmm. and so I've been able to get through like five or six books in that idea within the past like, couple of months but right now I don't what's because... the favorite one you've read out of the five can I ask um I don't know I, I would I mean probably infinite jest but okay <laughs> okay sure. for, not, not for reasons where like oh I need to read that again mm -hmm. I think I like one, I feel like it was like an accomplishment. Like, okay, I finished it. Yeah, it does seem like that. climbing a mountain or something. But like, I feel like I don't even like really remember it that well. I remember like certain parts, but I don't like, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's so much. Yeah. So much happens. P Peter right now, our other friend, Peter, who's not here right now. <laughs> uh, he's like, we all kind of read it at the same time, actually. Well, Derek read it before us and then we all kind of read it. But Peter's going back through it now and just oh, like... Really? every day like looking at a little passage. And, I feel like I just watch TV for like six days straight. Yeah. And then like someone's like, okay, well, what was your favorite TV show from the day that you watched? And I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Um, but yeah, that's my reading habits. I'm really lazy with reading. Everybody else here seems more in tune with their reading. No, I have to like, I'm like, okay, I want to read like 20 pages a day. That's just yeah. how I can get through something. I feel like I would really benefit from a book being released like bit by bit or like chapter by chapter mm -hmm. because then I would feel better about, like right. I, I wouldn't feel so like weighed down by the amount of things that have to happen for me to finish something. Sure. I agree yeah. kind of completely. Yeah. Do you, so I guess we, we could get into the discussion of, do you think you know, like our generation, millennials, like are worse at reading books because of short attention spans due to the internet and much more media exposure all the time. I think there's just a lot more things to consume, I suppose. I, th I yeah. think we just have so much happening, like getting pushed towards us. But I feel like the people who decide to do that yeah. are like going to be able to do it as well as anybody else. Because yeah, like, I, yeah, I feel like like, when I feel like, okay, I'm going to follow a bunch of blogs that, like, write a fuck ton about certain stuff, I'm really into, like, reading a really long blog post. Right. I just I just think, like, the mediums that we read are just, like, slightly altered than heaven. Yeah, I feel like we, everyone I know reads a lot. It's just not yeah. necessarily sitting down and reading a paper yeah. or novel. Like, yeah, and also, like, I'll go through Twitter and read, like, five little articles. Yeah. And be like, I, I don't know. I feel like it's the same as, like, reading the news or something. Well, yeah, I think, I mean, uh... 
as, like I was talking earlier about how maybe in many ways TV and movies is a better way to tell a certain kind of story. Uh, I, I mean, like maybe a certain kind of like pulpy or lowbrow or, you know, I don't say those things dismissively. Um, just like a certain kind of uh, entertainment is best told that way. Yeah. So I don't, you know, even if people are reading less... <laughs> That's going to be so loud. Um, okay. Soft focus like... featuring cats uh, this week. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think maybe, like, people are reading less in total, especially, like, in book form, but I don't know if it's, like, I don't think it's getting displaced evenly, you know? Yeah. Like, I think people are probably reading less, like, detective novels and romance novels, maybe, but, like, I don't think if you're, like, a person who's in their 20s and you really want to, like, uh, I don't know, experience a sort of, like, form of art over, like, a few months... The novel is still like a goat, like a really good way to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe like a certain kind of books that I really like, or books that I consider like smart or interesting, in a, in a like aesthetic way. Um, I think probably still get read and will still get written. I feel like there's like almost like a new genre of things that can happen with books. So like there's just been like open the gates with like what people can write, and I feel like that will only create more content. And I would probably put money on that there's, like, more books being made, like, per day now than oh, yeah, like 30 or 20 years yeah. Now, yeah. Well, I think that's interesting and kind of <clears throat> why probably younger people don't read as much as they consume other forms of media. Mm -hmm. is because there's so much. It's, like, a very, like, it's also very nebulous to me that, like, book communities and things like that. It's not like you go on a Rotten Tomatoes of books and go, well, this one yeah. got a lot of praise, so I'm going to have to read that. Yeah. I There's not like 10 books that come out in a week and then you navigate. choose. It's hard to navigate completely. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that might be a part of the problem is that younger people are so used to being like, well, I know how to collect my information. Here it all is. I'm going to consume it in this way. Yeah. yeah. There's no way of doing that. It's like a choose your own adventure. And I think that's kind of hard, that kind of like, well, I don't know if this is going to be good, but I'm going to give it a shot. It's the exact it's... opposite of what we are comfortable with. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's a problem. I think that's why young people don't like doing it. It's like, well, there's, I go into a bookstore, there's 900 books. How am I going to pick one? Whereas you go to a movie theater, there's five. You know yeah. one's the one you want to see, and then well, you go and, and do it. Well, the stakes are lower. If you go to a movie theater and you see a movie you don't like, there's that's like true a too. couple hours. Mm -hmm. Whereas even the fastest book, you're spending like a day reading it probably. Absolutely, yeah. But also, like, to even learn about a book... You have to go hear someone talk about it, or you have to go to a bookstore, pick a book, read the back or whatever. Yeah. And with, like, movies and stuff, and even music, I guess, there's, yeah. even, there's like, commercials for it and stuff. Like, if you're on the internet, you're going to see right. something about a movie or... Right. I think that but exists for books, too. I, I'm not that aware. You're not getting targeted. Google's not targeting yeah. you for yeah. podcasts. They've decided you're illiterate. <clears throat> yeah. Well, don't you think I it's never, like... I never Googled, <laughs> I don't, I've never Googled, like, what book should I read. Yeah. And, it's, like, and it's also, like, I think it's, like, less well-known like you don't go into every like magazine and then there's like a minus oh, yeah, yeah. this book a minus and you're like oh an yeah. a minus i gotta like read a, that one the wire or whatever for right wire wire wired no i don't know uh, don't there's know. not like a rolling stone a rolling yeah. stone has a book section but it's normally like grace jones autobiography i give it an a slash Slash, novel. new slash novel. novel, I give it a B plus. It's not like, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no like definitive place to consume your book yeah. media. And I think that's the problem, really. It's not a problem, but I think that's why people are turned off to it. 
Because well, we want to pretend about, like we know everything. You're talking about music and like something that I've kind of realized lately is that I think part of the reason that I'm drawn to like contemporary rap music more than contemporary rock music, mm -hmm. which is sort of like what I listened to growing up, mm -hmm. um, is that there seems to be like a narrative to rap music where it's like, oh, like this rapper is um, trying something new or this rapper is uh, like really trying to break into the mainstream. There's like a story about all the rappers mm -hmm. that you can tell yourself about like all the rappers where like, because it takes so long to read a novel, because a novel might not even get into the public consciousness for like years until after it came out. It's not like, there's no like Drake Meek Mill feud in the book world. No. Um, ah, there sometimes are. <laughs> well, my poetry professor told me about drama between Maggie Nelson oh my. and this other writer who I don't know and I'm just going to botch this whole story because I don't remember it at all, but we were talking about Bluets, which is a kind of a poetry po prose book by Maggie Nelson. Um, and like the guy that she talks about is like a guy who's also a writer oh, also wrote no. about her <laughs> and they're all just they're both just kind of like at each other's necks oh yeah wow i didn't so, know that I, anyway but it's definitely not as like much in the public eye yeah yeah and i was gonna say too it definitely is like there are some books that i've read just because i'm like oh i really like this person on twitter or like yeah yeah like uh, roxanne gay i got okay. bad feminist because yeah, like true. i see her on the internet all the yeah. time um, Tanisha Coates is like that too. Exactly. I read or I listened to Lena Dunham's book on audiobook because I like Lena Dunham. Like, it is more now about like the the writer, you know, yeah. the person like the, yeah. The writer has the to identity. do a bunch of other stuff to get yeah, people to read their books. No, it's, it's true. Hey, please, I'll, I'll be on Twitter. Read my book. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you have to become a Twitter personality. Yeah, then, like, before yeah. anyone cares about your book at all. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of. I guess it's shout out to sad. my dad on Twitter. Rec <laughs> Rec <-Wear> But that's weird. I guess that's a strange thing to think about. Yeah. It's like, instead of just like, I think like, if you think of uh, Gertrude Stein or something, she's like, oh, here's my book. Yeah. And yeah. then that's it. Maybe she goes and does an interview for Vanity Fair or something. Yeah. yeah. But she's not she like different. on, well, no, yeah, I guess she, you're right. She ran a salon. She ran a salon. She did, she painted. But that wasn't necessary. It wasn't for the public though. Yeah, that wasn't necessary in order to um, promote the book. Like, I, yeah. I, I was just reading about this recently. I can't remember where. But I think it was just a writer talking about how, like, yeah, it used to be that you would, like, write a book, and then it was the publisher or the distributor's responsibility to advertise it or, like, convince people to read it. And now it's, like, a publisher that isn't even interested in taking you on as a writer unless they think that you're going to be good at promoting your own work. Mm. Sure. Um, which, you know, is has its pros and cons, I guess, but... But nobody wants to read your tweets if they don't know that you... It's kind of like a... <clears throat> like when like it says, yeah, sure. <laughs> they can't. They can't be a great rock band unless they have a great music video, and they can't make a great music video unless they're exactly. Yeah, sure. It's like when you uh, see like a job application. It's like you need five years of experience in yeah. this, and it's like, well, how am I going to get that experience if you don't give me a job yeah. to get that experience? It's, the, it's bizarre. I think that's a strange thing that needs to be navigated now that never used to be. It takes very keen internet aesthetic feelers for someone to be famous. Oh no, my god. Hmm. That was yeah. kind of beautiful. Or it really I was. Think I feel like hot people get famous on the Yeah, internet. you can just post pictures of yourself and you just say nothing. <laughs> or just like put fire emojis and everyone's like, you're famous. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, you're famous. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think about books of tweets? Selected like selected tweets by Talman or there's some other people oh. who have done um, just like publish so their tweets today. as a book. I think it's someone being like, oh I wish I had more money. 
Oh, fuck. <laughs> My chains are so good. I don't think someone sh should deserve to just look through it for free. They should pay to look at my tweets. It's true. It's yeah, it's taking a, a medium and putting it in a different medium yes. for no reason. It's not like inverted in any way. It's just like I, I think the there's tweets, a reason right? to it. Like I think constructing something, I think that's postmodernism. Like the definition of it oh, yeah, is like right. taking it and doing something else with it. But do you I think don't... it's like poetry, where like you have just one poem and then you collect them into a book and then it's a work? No. No, you don't think I mean, it's like in that? In theory, like, it's it's not a bad idea to me. Like, yeah. Yeah. tweets are 140 characters. Like, you could write something good 140 characters at a time. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like, people have written novels without certain vowels. Or sure, like, Olipo. Yeah, the first word is the last word, second is the second to last, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. You know, it can just be a form. However... Just because it works in Azure, I don't think that yeah. there are that many tweet books in the world that I'm like, oh, yeah. this is really literary. Yeah, 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 I think it would be way more interesting if someone just went on Twitter and selected a fuck ton of tweets and be like, okay, I'm going to use all these tweets to right. make something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Instead of just like like having your own tweets displayed like, yeah, look look how fucking or clever like I am. Or like tweeted a yeah. book, one, one 140 character section. Yeah, like the like, whatever reader. Ulysses reading. Oh yeah, yeah. Or even like, like an original, an original um, yeah. text. Like I think there are some interesting possibilities in terms of like hypertext. Obviously, you could like reply to previous sentences in the book. Yeah. And create all these weird linkages. Um, oh, that would be strange. But no, I mean, I think you know that's that's a, basically only one little step ahead of Talon, you know, publishing a book of his tweets like. Uh, Where's my friend? Yeah. Or what, you know, whatever. Or like, yeah, just being like, I'm really stoned right yeah. now. <laughs> but I, I think, Kale, the first point you made uh, is good, which is that, like, you're taking a, fr a free medium that would otherwise be free that you can just go look at on yeah. the internet and, and then like, making I, money off of I it. I believe someone should pay for this. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, then don't have a Twitter account. Yeah. Just make, just write it all. Just write it out, it yeah, on paper. Yeah, I don't understand why they exist. Yeah, it's kind of having your cake and eating it, too. Yeah, it's weird. Like, uh, okay, I get all this free publicity, and then I channel that into making a book that people need to purchase. It's yeah. kind of devious, in a yeah. way, in in the form that it has taken now. It's such a new idea that perhaps it'll get better. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure, you know, uh, people taking a video of a train, that's, like, really fascinating at the time, but then maybe it'll evolve into something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's so new and fresh that maybe somebody will do something interesting. I feel like someone yeah. will come out of the woodwork and make a really great tweet books. Mm. And Who will it be? Mira Gonzalez and Oh, Tom my and God. Oh, oh. That's her name, Mira <laughs> Gonzalez. You know what they'll do? They'll just do a bunch of, like, prescription drugs and then, like, feel vaguely sad about it. And then they'll post oh a picture of them uh, smoking weed out of Infinite Jest. Yeah. Oh yep. my god. Yep. What, did that happen? That happened. Yeah, they were like, look, it, look, it's funny for some reason. I thought, I was going to call her Miranda Cosgrove, but then I was like, that's not right. <laughs> that's, no, that's her. That's her. <laughs> From Disney Channel? <laughs> From, no, well, Nickelodeon. From I oh, Nickelodeon. <laughs> iCarly, right? Yeah, iCarly. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, and School of Rock. But that's not her, Mira Gonzalez, that's right. I didn't know she did that, that's kind of embarrassing. 
Yeah, I, I mean, she had tweeted about it and a bunch of people were like, ha 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 ha. But I feel like they were all laughing for like a not really a specified reason. And so it was just kind of like... It yeah, seems it like a reference. Like, yeah. It was just like emptily topical. Yeah, like, like oh, yeah. we're making fun of people who read this book because a lot of people like this book and we're being Twitter people by making fun of things that people like. Yeah, yeah they bummed me out. Yeah. I feel like every person who's published a book of their tweets has picked up Infinite Jest at one point and been like, these sentences are too long. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm just going to smoke some weed. <laughs> and like, that's how that tweet happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a like scary movie level of just like here's a reference. Yeah. Don't you remember that? Yeah. It's like, yeah, what? yeah. It's That's just so a reference. Weird. And it's like, well, what? How are you leveraging that reference? Right. Like, a reference mean? in a vacuum doesn't like, mean anything. I mean, anything. I guess Infinite Jest is about drugs, so like doing drugs out of Infinite Jest, but whatever. I don't think that's what she meant, but yeah, no, that's <laughs> that. That would have been more interesting. Do we have her phone number? Can we call her? Right <laughs> yeah. now? I'm gonna just <laughs> tweet at her. We can tweet. Okay. We need phone numbers, but I I feel oh, like we God, should just right. make a bong out of one of their book of tweets. Oh my God, and reply it. Just be like, oh, we're gonna smoke this book and then just burn it. Yeah. <laughs> or we could put a better book within her book, cut a whole lot of her book and put a better book within it. We this could is, just we could, getting out of hand. We could get her book of tweets. It's actually shared one side. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, just I've tweet all it. of those tweets. Oh, that'd be nice. Oh, that's a good idea. Claim them as our own. That's a good idea. What are you guys, are they, do they own those tweets? Mira Gonzalez Reader. Actually, they might own Mira Gonzalez Reader. <laughs> <laughs> Someone does. Twitter does. But like, I feel like Twitter is like, if you tweet the same thing, it's not like, you can just be like, oh, I didn't know they tweeted that. I, I mean, the is, is there like an authority on like, can you just copy what people say I on Twitter? I don't think you can get in trouble for plagiarizing a tweet, um, like in real like legal trouble, because... Um, it's not like the person you tweeted it was going to make money off of it. Okay, okay. Um, should we talk about something other than Twitter? <laughs> I mean, sure. it was going well. What else? Actually, here's a segue. Um, so oh, I, well, I can't this, wait. I saw this tweet the other day, and it was like, I wonder if David Foster Wallace knows how many monsters he's created. Mm. Um, and so, I mean, I take that to mean that, like, people, you know, just kind of, like, um, ripping his style in like creative writing classes across America and like probably doing it poorly and just being generally obnoxious and being like resistant to criticisms of like, oh, well, have you read Infinite Jest? Because if not, like, I don't even want to hear about it. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but that kind of tweet kind of pissed me off a little bit because I like David Foster Wallace a lot. Um, and I think it's just like, yeah, I mean, the people who rip him off and do it badly, like the undergraduate bros who are ripping David Foster Wallace off in your creative writing class, uh, like would not be writing really good stuff if they hadn't read David Foster Wallace. Right. It's just that his, like, his style being mimicked in their writing is clear because it's unique. Like, I don't, I also dislike people who are just like mimicking Ernest Hemingway in creative writing classes and doing it badly. And I dislike people who are just like miming, um, I don't know, Victorian novelist, yeah. like F. Scott Fitzgerald, who's not a Victorian novelist, but in some ways is like the evolution of them, I think. Yeah, everyone it's is just, miming someone. It's you just could do it bad or you can do yeah, it well. Yeah, you could, you, those bad writers could write in a more um, traditional style and they would still be bad. Yeah, yeah. And, and it also isn't the fault of the person who did it first. Yeah, that and people that would, it's so bizarre. It's a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave Foster Wallace's yeah. heritage in terms of like the culture and like, there's just so many bros who like him, and so it, I'm almost like embarrassed sometimes to talk about how much I like him. It's it's like saying you really like a Wes Anderson movie because it's just like oh ugh. yeah, but people love to hate. It makes me like yeah. everyone yeah, on the weird. internet loves to if you if um, if more than like a hundred people like something, like yeah. someone on the internet is gonna say like 
Oh, that's bullshit. I feel like it's kind of the strange. only thing you yeah. can say is that, okay, if we don't like that and you think that is stupid, tell me something that that's is better, better than. Yeah. And like, I it's, guess not, so, it's, not, yeah. it's not like someone can instantly be like, okay, this is better. Like, here's a list. Like, if you'll read this and you'll be like, wow, David Foster Wells fucking sucks. Yeah. It's just like, no, it's just like a preference and you are. Yeah, it's just like fads. People hate fads. I, I got really mad. I'm in this Facebook group called Post Aesthetics, which like a lot of people are in now, and it kind of sucks now, but it's just like Admin. internet meme stuff. Admin. Yeah, okay, you should be in it. But someone posted like, um, like comment with your like, with the most overrated movies. And yeah, like, yeah. So people, so like everyone started commenting and just saying like, all my favorite movies. Obviously, so, like everyone is going to yeah. say like, Woody Allen and like, yeah. but... And I and I I think I commented I did comment and I was just like wow you guys really don't like any movies <laughs> and then like everyone got really mad at me and was like well get out like get out of here then what do you even I was like what do you like none of you are saying anything critical at all you're just listing movies that yeah. you think are overrated what yeah. what is what's the meaning what, of this what movies do you watch then like just all, yeah all I, that's what I said I was like let, oh no I I think I actually said like I think this list would be a lot shorter if we just talked about the movies that we liked right. And like people were just like, get out of here. Or just like, just saying like, um, like if you are saying that you don't like something, that means you should be able to say that you do like something. Like, right. because you're contrasting. Well, I, I, I'd also love to have conversations about these movies. Yeah. Like, let's talk about and it. And I think there's a reason that like, um, it's cool to hate things because I think something that's happened in part because of like the internet and like Facebook, uh, you know, personality sections, like what are your favorite books? What are your favorite movies? Um, and just like the the complete um, sort of woven in nature of of culture, like works of art, with who you are today. Um, like if you meet someone at a party, you, you you one of the first things you might talk about is like, what music do you like? Right, sure. So it's like your identity is tied up in what you like, mm -hmm. and. Uh, I think some of this race to like obscuritanism is just like, well, if the stuff that you like is stuff that the other person hasn't seen, they can't like knock you for it. They can't make yeah. fun of you. But also like, it's also like the opposite. Like your identity is also in the stuff that you don't like. That's true. Yeah. That's like, very you don't true. even have to say that you like something. You just yeah. like, oh, no. That's well, cool. I think and if you don't like something that's like cool but popular, then that's like a way to be superior. That is an identity. Yes. Like, oh, oh, I know. I know about that. Yeah. It is but I'm even better than do you, that. Do you like, think that's a new, a new thing? It is a new identity. Because I don't think that's a that's a thing that happened in the past. I think that's with the rise of like information being so readily available right. that yeah, you can yeah. know anything. Mm -hmm. It's like okay, well, I don't want to know about the things that everybody else knows about. I don't think that if you went to like the 18th century, people would be like, "Oh, you like that David? That's so embarrassing." Yeah. yeah. Like it wouldn't be like that. Like, oh no, haven't you and been I, to the other salon? Like it doesn't. You know what I mean? That's such a new. Like, I love that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And some of it. How beautiful! Like I respect our, that. Our station in life too. I think you know, like when I was meeting people when I was first in college, like. We would just, you know, be like, oh, you like this Tarantino movie? And then I'd be like, you do too? Cool. Like, we're going to be friends. Yeah. Right. Just on the basis of liking this one surface level thing. And then, like, as we all grow up and get jaded about various different stuff, then it's just kind of like, uh, liking the same stuff as me means nothing. Yeah. yeah it does yeah. seem cynical. I, I mean, I fall into this trap, too. I find myself doing it, and I have to, like, step back and be like, wait, let's... Let's like make your own decisions about this. Like I'll, I do this with music all the time. I'll be like MGMT, like no yeah. way, that sucks. Yeah, like yeah. It, you know, I'm just, but it's like why? I don't know. Just it's just because someone band. you who saw cares? who was like kind of basic, like this, yeah, you know, exactly. Whatever. So I've stopped like say like making any comments about like oh I, I just don't like this or I, I don't struggled like that. with that for like a long time. Yeah, I mean I think it's I think it's like a constant struggle for I mean maybe yeah. not constant but it's like a, pre a very present we all struggle deal with it, yeah. for me. Like even though I see the flaws in it, I'm still gonna like 
talk shit on yeah, someone because, who just, oh, they probably just like this. Yeah, I feel like exactly. people turn it into like an authenticity thing. Yeah. Like absolutely. if you don't like, if you don't even know about the same show that I do, then you are not an authentic good person. You are a piece of shit like sheep. Yeah. Well, I also like, think Whoa. that this might go back into why young people don't really like books is that there's so many books and so much to consume that it's hard to pretend like you're better than somebody mm -hmm. else. Yeah. Because it's like, do you like you this? Know, no. Do you like this? No. But also, like, if you try to talk impossible. about something that you don't actually know about, which mm. you kind of get away with with like music and movies. That's true. Like, if someone who read the book is talking to someone who didn't read the book, they're mm -hmm. pretending they would just instantly know. Right. Be like, oh, that's you're being really weird. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. That's I true think too. So maybe another to build off what you were saying, Sam, like. Like, because we have so much access to all this media from like all time um, maybe there's also a bit of like a chilling effect on creating something yourself like I think when I was younger I knew more people who were ambitious creatively like oh I want to be a filmmaker I want to be a writer I want to be and then it's just like you know they at some point they graduate and like that and get jobs yeah, yeah. Um, and so I think the abundance of culture to consume makes it kind of scary the idea of creating something new yourself kind absolutely of scary. Um, there's absolutely that because I think there's like there's two ways of thinking about it and I think one has ended. I think it was like everyone can see what I do at yeah. all times. This is so exciting. I don't need to be in New York City. I can be anywhere yeah. and people can see it no matter what. Mm -hmm. That I think that's like sort of passed a little bit because now there's so much to consume that it's like there's probably somebody who's done exactly right. this. Yeah, yeah. And so I think because of that, maybe we've shifted to a culture of your identity being based not around what you do, but what you like or dislike. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But like going back to Twitter, I feel like it's a good example of what you're just talking about because I feel like people are scared of like having the tweet that doesn't have any likes. Or right, sure. Yeah, definitely. But like the very idea of Twitter is to like the, for those tweets to exist. Right. It's like, okay, you want to make content that's like in abundance and like almost like just like expressing the human experience right and like not everyone's gonna think the same or like agree with you but right. like that's the point of it is well, to like right. have it be out there yeah i think people want to be liked a lot yeah. too yeah. i think that's like sort of a, a not a new thing necessarily but like a very abundant thing now it's like no i desperately want to be loved so like if this yeah. does not get likes it's embarrassing yeah. where it's like well didn't you did you do that tweet to be, or did you make that thing to be loved? Yeah. Or are you just doing it because yeah. you like to do that? That's thing? why I recently yeah. very hard. all of my Instagram pictures. Because <laughs> <laughs> no one likes them? Well, no, no, because like, I felt, I felt like I had like, at the, at the beginning of me having Instagram, I like kind of like realized that I like liked a certain style. And then I was like, oh, I can do that too. And I did it, and I was like, wow, I'm really happy with these pictures, I like it. But at like, a certain point, I was like, I'm just posting these pictures because mm. everyone else I follow posts pictures like this. Yeah. And so I was like, what do I actually want to put on there? What do I actually like, like viewing? Yeah. And I just like, realized what I liked, like deleted a bunch of stuff. Like These are the things I still actually like, and then like I'm not going to think about how many likes they have. And like it sounds really corny and stupid, but it's like really actually a thought that I feel like everyone has. No, everybody has the yeah. thoughts. Yeah. Of, like, so but, but I feel like, like I'm trying to be really like authentic, I guess, with just, like, what I'm posting. It's hard, it's I, yeah. hard to think about what you like in a vacuum, though, I it, think. It is, oh, man. It is very hard But to people our age trying to be authentic is the hardest thing to do, and it's, I'm still working on it. Like, mm -hmm. just being, like, I'm gonna try to shut everything off and say, like, this is what I actually want to write, yeah. this is actually what I want to do. It's like, it's like playing, um, like, um... <laughs> uh, what's the, what's Hockey. the... You're poking, like, you're it's, poking it's like a, a person. It's like, a, it's like... <laughs> It's yeah. like Pong or something where it's just like, you're just like, 
hitting around like all these things. That's punk. Foosball. Like, Foo no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, no. whatever. Pinball. Anything with a ball. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> ball and you're just class. hitting board. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, anyway, I don't know. You're just like ricocheting around, like, mm -hmm. like trying to do all these different styles. At least that's how I felt for the, for the longest time is being like, oh, now I think I'm into this like yeah. minimalist style or now I'm into like this. And but that's it's, just a yeah. product of like being able to see someone's opinion and then being able to see how many other people agree with that opinion. Mm -hmm. Like someone can tweet something and you're like, wow, this has like 30,000 likes. Yeah. Do I think that or not? Like I have to test myself now. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever found yourself like policing? Like you, you're like going through your Twitter feed. We're just totally <laughs> not talking about books at all now, which it's is okay. maybe symbolic millennial. Yeah. <laughs> RIP books. And then you're just like, you're like, oh, that tweet was kind of funny. And then you're like, but was it funny enough for me to hit the like button? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> it was the most like, the biggest waste of your time. I do that with retweets. Like, should I retweet that? I don't know if I should. But I think there's something weird, and I think there should be something said for, like, one being you yourself being your experiences and the things that you consume and the people around you. Like, I think it's impossible to be something in a vacuum. So it's kind of weird to be like, I don't want to respond to that, but it's affecting me in a way where I should respond to it. And I mean, that's kind of how all good art is made, is like a response to something mm -hmm. else. So it's really hard to be like, I should do this one thing on my own accord, but the thing that makes you even think that conceptually is the things around you. So it's like a weird give and take that doesn't make any sense at all, and it's very ill-conceived Ill and not natural in the slightest. I don't think anyway, and I think it has to do with having so much around you at all times. I mean, incidentally, uh, if we're talking about this like weird paralysis or like preoccupation. Paralysis like, is great. With like liking or disliking certain things or like what our interactions should be. Mm -hmm. Like books seem, especially like fiction, seem like uh, they actually could have some like therapeutic, uh, you know, like you just get to be submerged in like a, yeah, a swept another away. person's consciousness for mm -hmm. a little while. Mm -hmm. And you don't, you're not necessarily thinking about like, you know, you don't have to get rich each punctuation mark and then like hit a like button or not you know you kind of can just um exist in this other yeah. right which i guess is true and movies, with movies too, yeah. too yeah so I, I think there's something to be said for like works of art that ask you to be um sort of like put your own consciousness uh maybe not aside but to share it with another with another thing absolutely for, for a while to submerge yourself in like another world mm -hmm. um which i think is really valuable mm -hmm. absolutely i agree completely we're at like 53 minutes uh, is there anything else anybody wanted to say? I do wow. have something to say. Yeah. That um, Prince died. Rest in peace to Prince. And because we are like a movie podcast for the most part, everybody should watch Purple Rain. If you haven't watched Purple Rain, watch Purple Rain. And if you have watched Purple Rain, he has Graffiti Bridge and Under the Cherry Moon. Those are good too. The soundtracks are incredible. He's a beautiful human being. Incredibly progressive and interesting. Five foot one. Everybody watch Purple Rain. He's great. Real quick, I read a really good tweet. Yeah. That said, it's interesting in 2000. Okay, they didn't say that. They said it sucks in 2016 that we've lost two men that redefine what it's like to be a man. And I was like, that's really good. Because yeah, it's true. Really Bowie again, and so. Prince. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I saw that too. I think I might have liked one. it. That was a good one. <laughs> but then, yeah. but I didn't retweet it. I thought okay. about it, and then I didn't retweet it. I just. Looked, I just looked <laughs> Does anyone else have anything to say? Uh, we could each go out by like recommending a book, maybe. Oh, sure. That's sure. a good idea. Go ahead. Um, I guess I would probably say the one that I'm reading right now, Private Citizens by Tony Tula Tamudi. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Tony Tula. 
Tony spelled with a Y, Tula, T-U-L-A. Um, and if you want to look up that Believer article that I mentioned, we'll try and link it on our Twitter. Uh, who's next? Go Me. Um, I, I will recommend this weird Kazuo Ishiguro book called The Unconsoled, which I read like two books ago. Um, and it's his least popular novel. And I went to a reading that, of his, and he like just didn't even want to talk about it. And people would ask him, and he was like, um, yeah, because like he's embarrassed about it. Was that his everyone... most recent one? Or... No, the okay. most recent is The Buried Giant, which was oh, great right, also. Right, right. Okay. But The Unconsoled is very, it's too long, but it ends up being rewarding. And it's a very immersive, great novel. Hmm. So, um, I finished a book that I started a long time ago called The Thorn and the Chrysanthemum. Oh. Which is about Japanese suicide yeah. rates in the 80s. Doesn't hmm. someone like have to read that in Mad Men? Oh, I, I don't know, really? Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, actually, yeah, it, it takes place throughout um, post-war Japan and suicide rates within it. Um, and it was kind of fascinating, like totally, it gives you like little tiny blurbs from people who committed suicide or were thinking about committing suicide in Japan and like why they thought about doing it. It gives you statistics and like when they jumped, why they jumped, things like that. It's about 250 pages. Really interesting and it's especially interesting now because yesterday was released that suicide in the United States has gone up 24% <gasps> since 1999, I do believe. Whoa. And it's like tripled amongst girls like 10 to 14 and like all these, like one third of people who commit suicide are like white women or something like that. Like the obscene numbers of people, 24% is a lot. And so it made me think about the thorn in the chrysanthemum and like all these different, I mean, it's just absolutely fascinating to read about why people would do such a thing. Because uh, I have no interest in it myself, so I kind of find that totally fascinating. So if you can find that, the thorn in the chrysanthemum's great. Theodore, carrot, kale, on the clock. No, there's fine. Um, ADR me saying kale in first. <laughs> um, I, I couldn't say. I, I read a book a while ago, probably at the end of high school, called The Devil in the Flesh. And it's about this young boy who falls in love with an older woman during World War One in France. What is it called? The Devil in the Flesh. Okay, okay. And I don't remember... I just remember really, like, reading it. Um, it's you, from, you relate to that? Falling in love with a Yeah, I can. I fell in love with the same time. Actually, it was, like, eerily yeah. close in time frame. Um, yeah, I really like that. It's a really quick read, and I like short novels. So, yes. That is my recommendation. Awesome. All right. Uh, that and then tweet us. I love tweet books. us. Tweet us at, uh, where, what are we at? Oh, should we do some little self-promo stuff? Well, because it'd be funny because we're talking about Twitter. So. Yeah. yeah, true. Okay, we do have a Twitter account. It's at softfocuspod. If you want to say something longer than 140 characters, we have an email account, softfocuspod at gmail.com. Or DM. Um, yeah. Direct uh, message us. DM yeah. me. Yeah, tell us they if you read any of our books down. or anything. <laughs> Uh, and you know, if you really feel generous, give us a five star rating on iTunes, I guess. Oh my that's god. That's what every other podcast says. Oh, yeah. So we should say Let's that. do that. That's or true. Tell, just that is true. They all do that. Rating, like, yeah, um, give us a one. Like show, Comment. Tell your friends. Yeah. Talk, Talk to, to us. us. Talk to us. We're here. Uh, uh, tell us what your favorite book is. Yeah. Uh, until next time, then. Goodbye. Goodbye. I love you.